What's cracking, Seattle hockey fans? It's another Firebirds game day, and we are going to be joined by Jason Hernandez. Once again, we're going to recap game three, get you ready for game four, and talk about all the ways that you can enjoy the Coachella Valley Firebirds as they take on the Hershey Bears in the 2023 Calder Cup Finals. All that's coming up on Locked on Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Thanks for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. The everydayers, you know that on a game day, we uh, promised that mid-series we would talk to Jason, so we're going to bring him in in just a minute. But I want to let you know that this episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase of course we are free and available on youtube hello youtubers and anywhere you listen to audio podcasts including the serious sxm app but as promised i am not alone for today's episode jd what's good oh man i am <laughs> i'm feeling it but the finish line is there and i'm feeling it here too man i'm telling you those beards are growing in fantastic hey, it's, be it's better than some of the boys on the roster right now haha <laughs> well i'll leave that to the boys indeed uh you guys can argue about that but we are glad to have you back we are in between uh game three and game four of course we've talked about game three four and five will be hosted by the hershey bears um, but before we get into game three, I know our everydayers will know that we recapped game three on yesterday's episode, but I want to take us back to game two, because that would have been the second consecutive game that you as the PA voice of the Coachella Valley Firebirds would have gotten the crowd fired up. And it was oh, yeah. another shutout, JD. What'd you see from the, from the crew? All right. So let's start off with Joey Decord. Um, I mentioned last time I was on here that Joey is trying to slay some of those demons from the previous postseason. He has done that and then some. And I want to go back to that, not miraculous, but that great save he made early on in the series in game one, where he just snatched a puck away and that turned the tide. Game two, he did kind of the same thing where the Bears were just starting to dominate, starting to get puck control. They had the puck for maybe two-thirds of that first period. And there was even a moment where I thought, oh, it could easily be one nothing if not for a friendly post. Phew. It, Erica, it could have easily been one nothing Hershey at the end of the first period. Yeah. Easily. So Coachella Valley dodged a bullet. After that, it was all Firebirds. That second period, bang, 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 bang. I mean, I try to get through talking through those goals, trying to talk. And once again, they interrupted me while I'm talking to score a goal. How dare they? How dare they interrupt <laughs> me? My goodness. But we got to talk about, you know, Frodes getting the power play goal. 
Pogs getting in there. Riker Evans. By the way, the Pogs goal, sweet pass from Shane Wright, who is looking better and better as these playoffs have gone on. And of course, my boy, this was the one I was excited about. End of the second period, where Joy Decord kind of plays the puck, passes it over to Cameron Hughes. And then Hughesy finally, finally gets off the schneid, gets his first yes. goal of the postseason. We got to talk about, I mean, I could spend a bajillion minutes talking about that goal, but just a quick Cliff's Note version. He went coast to coast, got past one defender in the defensive zone, went through the neutral zone. And this is something that we know Hughes can do. We have seen him have highlight reel goals, but he's looked more to pass. That one, the last little fake out towards the end to get that fourth goal. Mwah, chef's kiss. Even I was on there going, ooh, that, that was nice. That looked really good from down there. <laughs> and is really a credit to the overall depth of Cameron Hughes' game, but also the depth of this team. When you have Alexander True scoring, when you have Max McCormick scoring, when you have Cole Lind scoring, people forget they sleep on Cameron Hughes. Don't sleep on Hughesy, or as their crowd would say, Hughes. Yeah, I get him fired up on purpose for that one. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it was clicking on all gears. Uh, and it was really great to see. And it was that offense that we talked about when you were on the show that we've been talking about, the everydayers know. And I love that you started with Joey Decord because – you know, goaltending really matters in the playoffs, and yep. we've seen that, whether we're talking about the Stanley Cup final. Unfortunately, my big bad bold prediction. Uh, burr, 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 burr. Yeah, <laughs> let's not but, talk about that. I mean, it is what it is. At some point in time, you know, it's out of our hands once the Kraken were eliminated, but congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights, the second ever team in Las Vegas to win a championship, of course, behind the Las Vegas Aces. What up, Kelsey first. Plum? Oh man, those were iconic photos of Kelsey Plum. Like, yep. anyway, became an icon. No, not anyway. If, I will spend if, time if, here. No, if we start talking about it, I won't stop. That's why. <laughs> I love it. You know, I'm here for it. Um, but I, um, I think that Joey Decord was a little bit of, um, or I want to ask, and we're going to get into this in a little bit. Was Joey Decord also a storyline? In game three, we did a watch along and I, for the everydayers who join me on the watch along, they know my thoughts on this, but I want to bring you in on this first. And we're going to do that in just a moment here on Locked on Kraken. But first, as I mentioned at the top of the show, today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Now, I travel a lot, JD. I know you travel a lot. And every once in a while, when you're in a new city, a new state, you, sometimes you want to check out what's going on. And Game Time is the perfect app. You don't have to plan months in advance. You just head over to Game Time and you can find best tickets guaranteed using the game time app you can even go on the app and check out what your seats are going to look like and the game time guarantee is pretty cool jd because oh yeah if you find seats in the same row same section there we go look at the props on this man look at that and if you find something same row same section and and it's a better price you will get a hundred and ten percent back that is the game time guarantee 
And um, I don't know, JD, are, is there any hope on finding some uh, AHL tickets on game time? Because if so, you can use Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase. There are some tickets okay. if we get to a game six. If we get to a game six, Hershey, uh, they did pretty well packing out the stands. Uh, we'll see yeah. if we get to a game six. I know we have some everydayers who are planning to head to game six. But again, whether you're in PA or you're coming to the Coachella Valley or anywhere in between, check out the game time app. Use promo code locked on NHL. That will get you $20 off your first purchase. Look at that. I can get Sparks tickets. <laughs> against against Minnesota, but I don't want to see them lose to Minnesota again. Oh, dear. Well, thanks as always for making Locked On Kraken a part of your daily routine. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network that brings you your team every single day, and we're absolutely free. Hello to all those watching on YouTube, and thank you, gracias, for everyone who is listening to us on your favorite audio platform. Again, you can listen to the Locked On Network like Locked On Kraken or Locked on Anaheim Ducks on the Sirius SXM app. All you have to do is search Ducks if you're looking for the Anaheim show with JD, or you can search Kraken, and that's where you'll find me on the Sirius SXM app. But all right, we talked about Joey DeCourt. We talked about game two, but now we got to get into game three. Again, spoiler alert, if, you ha- if you're not an everydayer, uh, I talked about this yesterday, so we are going to let you know who won game three. It went to overtime, but it took yeah. a little while to get the gears going for the Coachella Valley Firebirds on the road. They were down two to one in the second period. Eventually, they got an equalizer. You mentioned Cameron Hughes, and he came up big for the Coachella Valley yeah, Firebirds. He did. Gate got the equalizer in that game, but unfortunately, the Firebirds fell in overtime to the Hershey Bears. And so now this is where I want to ask you. This was a very different pace, um, very different game from game one and game yep. two. And we saw the, the, that the Coachella Valley Firebirds, they allowed, again, five goals overall, including the overtime game winner. Was there something different with Joey Decord, or was there something else going on with the Coachella Valley Firebirds? Not as much with Joey Decord. I think Joey overcommitted on a couple of those goals, which isn't such a horrible thing because he did make some great saves. And he also played the puck a lot more than usual, which might tell me that the ice conditions are a little bit different in Hershey mm-hmm. than they are at Coachella Valley. I mean, you also have to consider that. How are the ice conditions? How are the boards? Keep in mind, Akersha Arena, a very new arena. Giant Center has been around for two decades. The boards play extremely differently. The glass plays differently. As you saw in the first period, there was that little stoppage to fix the glass. So Mm -hmm. that also plays into it. So Joy Decord trying to play the puck off of the glass kind of got a little bit tricky and he almost got a delay of game by the way during the game i don't know if you remember that it just kind of glazed over the glass maybe just touch it by a smidge so joey almost got a minor penalty there he was getting used to his surroundings and got more used to it as the game went on so that's on the joy decord side on the firebird side they were also getting used to the different ice the different boards um the the skating was a little bit off on this game to start 
they look like they came out a little bit flat, which let's face it, they did come out flat, but they also came out a little bit um, like a team that was up to nothing in the series. Mm. They're, they're playing. Explain, they yeah, were, explain that a little. They were playing with a little bit of house money. Um, mm. Hershey, Hershey was also playing with a ton of desperation because they know if they go down three, nothing, this series is practically over and Coachella skated well, but Hershey skated like they lit a firecracker up their butt. <laughs> they were they were playing the most desperate I've seen them play all postseason. That includes this series against Rochester when they were down one nothing. We had not seen this kind of desperation from the Hershey Bears all season long. And this goes down to some of the other guys that hasn't gotten that much playing time or hasn't gotten that much opportunities you know ethan frank he finally got off this night ethan frank another one of those unsung heroes for the hershey bears i mean he scored 30 goals this past season i thought ethan frank honestly should have came out a little bit better this postseason and he didn't Mm. and for him to take that many games to finally score his first goal i thought where has he been all postseason long (laughs) <laughs> this is what we were like. I was expecting Ethan Frank to score a goal or two in Coachella Valley, and he just hadn't. So to finally get him off the Schneid, I could tell that really sparked Hershey a lot in Game Three. And for them to go out to a four-two lead, I thought it was over in regulation. So now going back to the Firebird side, they came back. They yeah. showed grit and determination. They showed Absolutely. that they're a team that will stick around and kind of bring the team back from the depth. So we've seen this numerous times from the Firebirds this whole postseason. Did you say from the depths? <laughs> I did. I did. That was That's meant. a thing here. That's a thing here on Locked on Kraken. I apologize. Continue. <laughs> that, that was meant, Erica. <laughs> but I will say... For Coachella Valley to win both their games 5 nothing, 4 nothing, mm-hmm. they dominated. Hershey played a great game and had to get puck luck on their side mm. to win the game. Coachella See, Valley almost won it. In I think I think there there's something to what you're saying though I slightly disagree because I think okay. what we saw is what you told us about before the series and in the watch along i was saying the hershey bears are very comfortable on defense and again you alluded to that and i noticed that they would allow it was almost kind of like they would bait coachella valley especially early in the game um you know into certain scenarios and then just when we thought we had a centering pass or a cross ice pass they lift sticks they go stick stick body body in a Mm -hmm. flash they are so good and technical when it comes to that i was in love with their defense the thing that changed is perhaps i don't know if it was fatigue or maybe a little bit of what you were talking about with coachella valley but they lost focus and they were not picking up bodies and you started Mm -hmm. to see that coachella valley was doing what hershey i thought did effectively against joey decord they were ripping hard shots into the zone instead of just dumping they were trying to get something to bounce off the pillows they hit post uh, several times and if you noticed um i mean cole lind 
right? That pass across the crease. I mean, there were always at least two bodies crashing. A lot of the guys, they take a shot and then they're following their rebound. That's what Hershey was doing throughout the whole game. And they were playing solid defense. I agree with you, Joey Decord. There was one, uh, I forget which goal it was, um, maybe around the four or five goal mark, or I guess um, three or four for Hershey, but he went down into his butterfly, I thought, a little too early, and that was easy pickings. The, the peel-on goal. There you go. Yeah, and that was the one that made me nuts. Yeah, that was the one. And to your point about the boards and the bounces, and we've talked about this. Actually, we asked Shane Wright when he was on the show about uh, how you break in Akersher, and now, of course, that is going to play a role. It's just a little bit of a different barn, but obviously both teams have had to adjust to playing on the road, playing in a barn that they're not as familiar with. But you could tell that Joey Decord um, – in addition to maybe getting used to the bounces, I don't think that his rebound control was as tight as we've seen it in the past. And I do think part of that is because, again, I mean, Hershey was banging those clappers in. Yeah, something that they should have been doing in games one and two and just were not doing. But exactly. also because Coachella was keeping Hershey on the perimeter almost yes. all of games one and two, and we didn't see that as much in game three something they need to work on in game four but to finish my thoughts on game three it was a ping away it was a post away from Coachella Valley taking a three nothing series lead mm -hmm. and it was a kind of weird bounce yep about 10 feet in front of Joey Decord and Riley Sutter's game winner that got it to Hershey so because of that I'm not too worried fair Hershey Hershey had to play a near-perfect game to barely win in overtime. I'm just saying. That is very true. And the determination in at the halfway point in the third was beautiful. It mm -hmm. was beautiful to see. I think you saw Coachella Valley wake up a little bit you know maybe they were getting used to the time they were break. mentally <laughs> mentally breaking down hershey too yeah they you know and you know it was about seven o'clock uh, at that time <laughs> seven o'clock pacific um around the time they started waking up um but yeah i think you're absolutely right i do think and grand fear did a great job in the intermission reports talking about this and, and saying essentially what both of us said that it's little things right it's mm -hmm. uh, a little things, and those are the fixable things. So that's the good news. Now, the yeah. what you need, though, is the determination to do it because now you've given Hershey a little bit of hope. Yep. Not just the determination, the consistency. There it is. 60 minutes. There it is. I love it. I love it. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this. Just go over some stats and facts before game four, game day tonight for the Coachella Ooh. Valley Firebirds. But then also both teams have partnered in an interesting way. We're we're done with the chocolate bands, at least for a time. Well, we're not done, but we're, we're moving we're away done. from the chocolate <laughs> bands. I was like, we're not done. Now we're still not doing chocolate. But um, I thought this is a pretty cool, a cool thing. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about the community initiatives around uh, the AHL Final finals, which also uh, will have a new place to watch. We'll talk about that coming up. But uh, now, JD, we're going to talk about bird dogs. This episode of Locked On Kraken, brought to you by Bird Dogs. Now, 
Uh, a lot of women uh, like myself were familiar with Lululemon and the good fit and the high quality. Well, this is uh, like a Lululemon for uh, the male folk, and that's Bird Dogs. I know you are yes. a big fan of the liner. Yes, I am very much. <laughs> big fan of the liner. We're talking cool cooling uh high performance and good looking so you know it's something that's cool it's something that's comfortable and it's something that if you have to go and make a presentation or maybe catch up with some friends for an uh a dinner out on uh you know a patio somewhere you're still gonna look clean and well put together that's bird dogs and so uh we want you to head over to birddogs.com use backslash locked on nhl and that's gonna get you that free Yeti style tumbler that JD uh, fashioned for us the last time he was oh, on it's not the episode. Here right now. <laughs> oh no, I know mine's in the in the kitchen as well. But keeps your cool drinks cool, keeps your warm drinks warm, keeps your hot drinks hot. What's not to like has the nice Bird Dogs logo on that. So again, head to birddogs.com backslash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your next purchase. I had tea last night. Oh, nice. What's tea? What's tea? All right, JD, we are coming into the home stretch, the final period. No overtime for us today, but um, (laughs) we uh, we talked about games one and two, mostly game two. We recapped a little bit of game three, but what to expect in game four? And we kind of alluded to this, but before we we get into that, I just want to go over where we're at with special teams for the series. Coming into game four, the power play. For the uh, Coachella Valley Firebirds, it's at a 20.93 clip, 18 of 86. Wowza. Um, Also at 20, a little over 20% for the Hershey Bears, but they've had 47 chances, have been able to capitalize on 10. But 86 power play opportunities, I have noticed a little bit that I think Hershey got a little taste that if they can get uh, the Firebirds a little fired up, maybe a little too fired up, that they can mm-hmm. kind of play that mind game a little. So I'm going to keep an eye on how many penalties overall. Before um, I want to get your thoughts on that, but real quick, the PK for both teams, just a scotch under 80% for the Hershey Bears. They're 10 yeah. of 49, 79.59%. And the Coachella Valley Firebirds, 13 of 68, 80.88% clip. But your thoughts on special teams? Yeah, net penalty kill for Hershey is 82.6%. And the net penalty kill for Coachella Valley is about 87%. So through the playoffs, the net penalty kill has been better for Coachella Valley in general. But they still need to keep their cool and do the opposite of what they did last time. Mm -hmm. We saw in game two, Hershey got frustrated they committed bad penalty after bad penalty, especially the Hershey Bears captain who so eloquently um, talked a lot in the box last <laughs> game, Dylan McElrath. I won't go into details, but there was a lot of trash talking going on. Ooh. Yeah. Stuff I can't say on the air. <laughs> but for game four, I think penalties is going to make a monumental difference. You saw... Both teams had two power play goals in game three. Game four, if Coachella Valley is going to win, it is because they are going to keep their cool. Obviously, allowing two penalty 
or allowing two power play goals not good but two out of four giving Hershey that many chances is not good and if they're going to win they are going to come out guns ablazing they cannot come out flat like they did especially in the second period Mm. they just cannot come out that flat out of the first intermission something that happens obviously in game three Hershey scored right away right and that first shift I could even tell Hershey was out skating them but in order for Hershey to win I'm gonna try to do both sides to be kind of even here in (laughs) order for Hershey to win they also need to keep cool but they also need to just shoot but shoot around the slot they Mm. need to find and to break the defense and get into the slot and try to create those rebound opportunities because as you alluded to so perfectly rebound control was an issue for Joy Decord for yep. maybe 40 minutes of the game Joy yeah. Decord let out some juicy rebounds juicy. that he normally does not let up yeah so those are some of the keys for both teams for this upcoming game four yeah, I, I really don't have too much to add. I think, again, also through the, just the natural course of our conversation, we we alluded to some of those things. I will definitely be keeping an eye on that Hershey defense. I really thought they picked it up in Game 3. I'm just a nut when it comes to defense, and there were just some clinical things there. That being said, and this is what you mentioned, right, in the last segment, it took a near-perfect performance for Hershey to be able to win against Coachella Valley in overtime. Exactly. And there was, uh, again, there was some, you know, uh, post to crossbar action happening. There was a direct hit on the crossbar happening. There was so much happening. Posts. If just one of those posts goes in for Coachella Valley, we're talking about a potential sweep. Yeah, so I'm going to be excited to watch. I've been watching on Root Sports Northwest. Last game was on Root Sports Plus, but I saw you tweet that uh, now that the Stanley Cup champion has been crowned, yeah, okay. This is the one silver lining. The (laughs) one. All right, let them know, JD. What's the silver lining? The one silver lining is that because Vegas won in five, NHL Network has nothing else to air, so they decided to air the remainder of the Calder Cup Finals on NHL Network, which is a plus for the league because now it can be seen on a much wider audience. So NHL Network showing the Calder Cup Finals. And hey, other silver lining. Silver lining, if Hershey wins one more at home, then no matter what happens... I would be the one introducing the Calder Cup to a now national audience, which is kind of cool. That is cool. All right. We'll see what happens. I have to find silver linings. We ha- we will see what happens. Game four is today, June 15th. Yeah. Coachella Valley at Hershey. That's 4 p.m. Pacific time. So that is 7 o'clock Eastern time. Game Speaking five. Of game- silver linings. Okay. Game five Um, is going to be Saturday, June 17th. Again, Hershey hosting that again is at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And as you mentioned, if necessary, well, game five is technically if necessary. uh, Well, not anymore, I guess. Not anymore. Uh, But yeah, yeah, but uh, we got to fix that Coachella Valley. It's not it's not if necessary anymore, but um, we'll have game six Monday and game seven Wednesday, if necessary, at Akersher 
arena. But I wanted to get to this because the yep. Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Hershey Bears announced the Calder Cup Community Challenge in which the winning team will receive a $10,000 donation for charity from the opponent. So this is kind of like, you know, when you when you pull the money in, in the locker room and you make a friendly wager, but this will do some good. And I know that uh, there's so many things and outreach that the Coachella Valley Firebirds do. I'm sure the Hershey Bears do the same. So I'm really eager to see either way how that goes down. But um, a reminder also that for game four and five, you can watch at the Spotlight Showroom at Spotlight 29 Casino if you are in the Coachella Valley. And um, of course, if we get to game there, six, you can there's buy a rumor at Aperture Arena. There's a rumor that a certain someone will be at the game five watch party. So... Oh, I don't know. Who who what's the rumor? You got to tell us. Uh, I, I don't know. What could the rumor be? Hmm. <laughs> we'll see. We'll have to figure it out. All right. Well, uh JD, yep. we are getting fired up for tonight's game. The yep, Hershey Bears are hosting the Coachella Valley Firebirds. I see you've got a few extra rally towels in the back. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Yeah, I, I yeah, we, we, we talked about this. You, you need some decorations <laughs> in the back. I'm telling you, I've got a blank canvas here. I've got some rally towels from the Kraken. I just haven't posted them. You up need a Firebirds yet. one now. All right, we're, we're going to get it done. But, J.D., thank you so much for taking some time out. We might have to catch you again if, if the series goes back to the Coachella Valley. Maybe we'll see if, uh, if you've got some time for us. <laughs> yeah. A uh, quick shout out. Thanks to the baby Fuegos for giving me this. This this is really cute. Aw, that yeah. is adorable. I love that. Like, we have, there it is. Caca, caca. We have some of the best fans in the world. We probably have the best fans in the AHL. I shouldn't... I, I, I feel like a homer saying that, but I personally think we have the best fan base in the American Hockey League, even though we're only six months old. <laughs> technically well and it was interesting to hear gina talk about that in one of the intermissions a little bit and just how excited the fan base has been even before there were players even before the arena was finished but you know seattle kraken fans we know a thing or two about that but oh, yeah. jd i'm so glad uh that you have joined us a few times now including to uh break your little bit of news that you were going to be with the coachella valley firebirds little did we know at the time that we would be talking to you not one once, but twice, maybe thrice, during the Calder Cup Finals as the Coachella Valley Firebirds are going for a championship in their first season. Take that, Vegas Golden Knights. And with that, we will end the show. As you know, I like to say, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to each other. Hold fast. Stay true. Let's go Kraken. And let's... Get fired up. Let's stay fired up. <laughs> That's it. Thanks, JD. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you on the next episode of Locked on Kraken. Peace.